My name is Audrey Mwala. I'm the managing director of Sikamo Concert Limited and uh, Sikamo Credit Limited. Hello and welcome to Obehi Podcast. I'm your host, Obehi Ewanfo, and I strongly believe that everyone has a story to share. Now let's get started with this episode. Sikamo Concert Limited is a training and consulting company based in Malawi. Malawi. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so happy to have you here. The last time the conversation was really interesting. Uh, uh, this one also is because we are talking about uh, mindset and wealth creation. Hey, can you give us a background of that, uh, of that for people who do not maybe understand what we are talking about? What do you wanted to understand about or the idea of wealth creation. I also know that before we started to record just now, you did make mention of the fact that in Malawi, the government is making a plan to make sure that they create wealth among the people. And this is something really fascinating. Do you want to say anything about that? Yes. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it's uh, an interesting situation that uh, as a country, uh, the government sat down and decided to create a new Malawi. And uh, there was a dream, a vision, which they came up with, which is called Malawi 2063. So that vision is about creating uh, wealth uh, for the country. Uh, but then there is a realization that wealth creation has to be inclusive. So they are looking at, uh, the country is looking at uh, having Malawi as a, a middle-class country uh, with uh, inclusive wealth creation. And there is also a realization that uh, among the enablers that will allow the country uh, to create wealth is the need for mindset change. So the, the conference that we are doing uh, is actually uh, more or less responding to what government is doing uh, in our own private sector way, where we would like to have um, a, a wealth creation and a mindset change conference, where we are going to include everybody. Actually, we understand that it is not possible to have a wealthy country when its own citizens are poor, because the wealth of a country is the total sum of the wealth of the nation's productivity and the wealth of various individuals. So it's very important that individuals should learn the wealth creation principles. But for that to happen, uh, it starts with the mindset. Because a lot of people know how to earn money, but uh, what lacks is the skill of how to turn what they earn into wealth. So the mindset change uh, is uh, a very, very important aspect of wealth creation because that's what will equip uh, the people that will attend the conference with the skills of understanding how to handle money in order to create wealth. In fact, I was thinking I was going to ask you what mindset had to do uh, with um, with wealth creation. Uh, you did um, uh, touch that, and that is that is good enough. That's good. Yeah, but I, I, I want to know, the conference that you are having on the 31st, is it a government initiative or is it your initiative in alignment with what the government is doing? Uh, no, it is not government initiative. It is uh, an initiative of our company and our company is called Sikamo Concert Limited. Actually, it's very interesting. Uh, we started doing these conferences in 2019. Uh, so 
uh, in 2019, we had put up uh, a conference and it was looking at mindset change and wealth creation. And we put it up in the newspaper. And I remember getting a phone call from the National Planning Commission uh, of the country from the director who mentioned that uh, in their office, they are working on developing a strategy for Malawi. And uh, what they would like to do is to ensure that it's, uh, there is mindset change and wealth creation. And when they read what we had in our conference, they said it's um, in line with what they want and they would like to be part of our conference. So it just it, it's just a coincidence uh, that um, that's what government is doing. But that's something that we started doing in 2019. So when they, So from that time, uh, to last year, they've been working on developing this strategy for Malawi. And uh, when it came out, uh, it was uh, clear that Malawi would like to really uh, create wealth. But there's a clear realization that uh, without uh, mindset change, it will not be possible. So mindset change is one of the enablers that they have put in the strategy as a need for wealth creation. Where do you think people should start uh, from? Uh, those who want to maybe adjust their mindset so they can accommodate uh, wealth creation. Where do you think they should start from? Well, they should start from attending conferences like this where they would learn uh, what they can do in order to have a different mindset. You know, uh, I, I remember that about um, uh, six or seven years ago, uh, I decided to attend a training uh, in Ghana on mindset change. Uh, it was actually on wealth creation. But I remember that when I came out from that conference, I was not the same person. My mindset had changed and I was seeing things differently. So I believe so much that um, attending conferences of this nature, they really help you a lot to begin to see things from a different perspective. The reality that we have at the moment is that a lot of us are satisfied with the status quo. We are okay with simply just surviving, getting by, and we believe that uh, as long as we can get by, it is okay. Uh, but then we deny ourselves the opportunity of becoming bigger and doing more. But for that to happen, it's not something that just happens automatically there's a need for a mind transformation. So that new mindset that one acquires is what allows them now to begin to have the skills of wealth creation. You should always imagine uh, the situation that a butterfly goes through. When a butterfly is born, it's a caterpillar. It's got a different shape. It can do different things and uh, it can also uh, move in a different place. But it has to go through a metamorphosis process where at the end it becomes a new creation. So it's more or less the same with the issue of mindset change. That um, it's not possible uh, to create worth when you, you do not have a worth creation mindset. So the first thing about worth creation is the mindset to position it and to make it ready for worth creation. Uh, talking of this mindset uh, and um with uh, creation uh, now looking at the people that you see around you in malawi how do you describe their kind of mindset their kind of mindset is um, exactly the mindset of growth uh, the mindset of um, wealth creation they have a mindset of um, bigger thinking and uh, the mindset of continuous improvement 
they are in a space of their own where they see opportunities uh, in areas where other people are seeing problems. They see, they have hope uh, in times where everybody is complaining. They have faith uh, knowing that they will be able to get by and they'll be able to achieve what they want in spite of adversity. So what I see so much about the people that uh, uh, I, I encounter, those that are in the mindset changing, is that daring spirit. And that is where the mindset comes in. Because wealth creation is a very, very difficult journey. And you cannot embark on it and complete it with, without going through a mindset transformation. There are so many obstacles that will just make you feel like giving up. But then when you go through a transformation first, it now prepares you for the journey. Uh -huh. uh, can we say that maybe you are targeting, uh, you are targeting maybe the younger generation or uh, any, any person uh, for the conference in terms of uh, this mindset? Uh, because okay, it would make sense that we try to concentrate on the younger people. Because okay, the adult, uh, the adult, and the older people, even those that are that are in pension, they can also uh, 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 contribute. Why not? They can also change their mindset and earn more at the, in, in today in the days that we are living. So I'm trying to understand who are who are you concentrating on more or less? Well, we are concentrating on everybody. Uh, we are honestly looking at uh, those that are older, but we are also looking at those that are younger. And the, 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 the most important thing uh, is that wealth creation is a process, and it is uh, something that is achieved over time. It is shorter these days, maybe mostly as a result of uh, the advent of technology, but it is a process. So the earlier you know about this formula of wealth creation and the disciplines and the principles of wealth creation, the more are the chances that you'll be able to create wealth. So it is very important that people should do have these uh, principles when they are young. Actually, the, 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 the right uh, time to start going through a mindset transformation process is when you even haven't started touching money because those principles that you are learning that time are what will allow you to create wealth and as i said that uh, it's also because wealth creation is also a process so it, it takes time so the earlier you start uh, the more assured you are that you'll be able to create wealth if you look at the world platform you see that um, the people that are, are wealthy uh, in the world, uh, you're talking of uh, people like Bill Gates, you find that uh, that group, uh, Warren Buffett, they are older. Uh, but then, as I said, because of technology, you have youngsters like uh, the, like Mark Zuckerberg, uh, the, the owner of Facebook, who is younger. But then the fact that uh, there are only a few uh, people that are wealthy, that are young, should also show you that wealth creation is also a process. So the earlier you start, uh, the long, the 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 sure the chances are that you'll be able to also create wealth uh, faster. So it's very important that the students, uh, the young ones, should embrace this. Actually, 
even before they start working, so that when they start their first salary, they learn how to use the wealth creation, uh, the wealth creation tips, and avoid falling into uh, what we call Parkinson's uh, law, which is about uh, the reality that everybody experiences if you don't defy that law. In the Parkinson's law, uh, the second law of Parkinson's on money, it actually talks about people uh, having the desire to always spend more than they earn. So the more you earn, the more you spend. And all the time it moves like that and you always never make, you always never create wealth because that's what uh, Parkinson's uh, observed uh, in terms of the behavior of people and the reason why the majority failed to create wealth. Uh, talking of uh, maybe uh, wealth creation, and looking at also uh, maybe the internet, which has become a leveler for most people, uh, I, I want you to speak a bit about the, the role of internet uh, in Malawi. Uh, maybe when we are talking to Malawian to get involved into web creation, what role does internet have to play in that process? Yes, uh, internet has got a very big role uh, in wealth creation. And uh, maybe a good example is this very same interview that we have, which is being enabled uh, because of the internet. The world is a bigger market. Uh, you have uh, 7 billion people that are there that are ready to be your clients uh, if you are able to find them. You cannot do it physically. You now need technology. So the internet is really a space where one can defy the borders and be able to create wealth by tapping on uh, clients that otherwise they would not have been able to meet without them, without the power of the internet. Over and above that, I would also say that uh, the internet has also been a very, very uh, good development for for wealth creation because on the internet, uh, one can choose to invest in uh, programs that they can learn from uh, in terms of uh, skills of how they can create wealth. Uh, the internet is also a good platform for marketing. It's a good marketing tool. But the very same internet is also a market itself where one can sell their products uh, all over the world. Uh, talking of internet always and in Malawi, how accessible is it for uh, the average people who want to sort of get involved in this, uh, in the international grid? Because when you get into the internet, wherever you connect to in the world, you are in the grid. So you can connect and talk to any person in the world. So tell me about the accessibility. Uh, well, uh, the internet in Malawi is accessible, uh, but then it is mostly more accessible in the uh, the cities and um, some parts of the rural areas. But then oftentimes when you go now deep into the very, very rural areas, the internet connection becomes a little bit of a problem. But otherwise, uh, I would say that for someone who is able to afford to buy an internet, uh, to buy a, a gadget like a, a telephone, they are likely going to be found in a place where there is some internet accessibility. 
and they will be able to use it. It's not perfect. Uh, it is not very fast sometimes, but it is not too bad. Uh, it's good enough. And I believe that uh, it will keep on getting better. Mm, certainly, it, it will get better. It will get better. Because the more uh, people are beginning to find interest in it, or investment are going to go into those areas because people need it. If people needed them, some other person need to provide the service. I think that is what entrepreneur is. There is a problem. There are people needing this service. Somebody must provide a solution, make money from it, and then provide what the people want for them. That is, I find it interesting. Yeah. Uh, and okay. To that, yeah, yeah, uh, please go. Yeah, so in addition to that, the Malawi government also is also making some efforts to come up with um, fiber connection and uh, connecting other public areas like markets and hospitals where people can access internet. So there are those combined efforts from the private sector. We have two uh, major telephone uh, um, internet companies that are providing uh, these services. But then uh, government is also making efforts to also do the same by ensuring that uh, the, the the Malawi government offices are online. So that will also help entrepreneurs to be able to do a business with uh, government departments. All right. Uh, before, uh, when you were explaining uh, one of the questions I asked you, you did make mention of word creation formula. And I, I sort of keep it in my mind. <laughs> I wanted to talk more about that. What, what could that actually mean? Well, at first I talked about uh, the Parkinson law, which says that uh, people will always want to spend more the more money they earn. So the wealth creation formula is a, is a formula which is used by people that are ready to defy the Parkinson's law. Uh, you agree with me that when you started your job, your first job, you were earning little. If you look at what you're earning now compared to what you earned at the beginning, uh, it is multiple times. But then you were able to manage and survive with that little. But then the more money you get, uh, the more you begin to change your life. It actually starts with your mode of transport, uh, accommodation, and also your your, your the, the the money you spent uh, on food. So those items, they tend to grow in proportion to the growth of your income. And oftentimes, they grow bigger than your income. So it's always a, a game that you cannot uh, catch up because all the time, you need more than what you make. So you're always caught in this, uh, in this rat race where you have to keep on chasing money in order to survive. But then wealth creation formula is a is a def you have to defy the Parkinson's law, where now you have to do the opposite of making sure that you are earning more than you spend. So the first uh, critical factor about wealth creation as a formula is learning to spend less than you earn. It is very difficult. It sounds obvious, but it is very difficult for most people to do. And uh, it sounds impossible, but it is actually possible. There are so many people that would think that they cannot uh, invest because all the money they get 
uh, is not even enough for their needs. But uh, such people, if you sit down with them and show them that it is possible with the resources that they have, uh, they will be surprised to see that indeed it is possible. People are, are spending money on accommodation, on homes that they are not supposed to be, just for instance. They are driving vehicles that they are not supposed to drive, uh, just for instance. So if somebody had to cut their lives uh, in the right shape, then they will be able to create wealth. The good thing about wealth creation is that uh, when you create wealth, you, you can now be free to do what you want because you are no longer working for acquiring money, but now it's the money that starts working and it will be chasing you. About this knowledge of wealth creation, do you think people are being taught enough in the school so they can know how to manage money? Well, uh, you, if you look at the education system, uh, for some reason, not only in Malawi, but uh, across the, the, the world, uh, the financial literacy is not taken as uh, a subject that's taught in school. So because of that, uh, there's always just the focus on how one can manage corporate finances. You will notice that uh, there are a lot of people that are doing very well in terms of uh, financial controlling of their organizations. But then the very same people, they fail to control their personal finance. But it's because they were taught at school the principles of how to control organizational resources, but nobody taught them on how to control their own resources. This is why you find that um, you go in universities where you have very, very educated people, you have professors, and sometimes you even have a professor uh, in finance who is broke. And it becomes a paradox that if you are a professor of finance, how come you're broke? <laughs> that, is, that is a big question there. <laughs> what, yeah. what, what would be your, your response to the question? I'm going to look for a way to throw it back to you again. <laughs> it is because the, the, the finance that they learn is only for managing corporate finances but not personal finances so there is need to have that education on personal finance and uh, not only the knowledge uh, it's the same as uh, when you take a book uh, and learn how to drive by reading uh, you're going to be a perfect driver and in fact you'll be criticizing everybody on the road uh, for not observing signs or for not following the right speed because you read on the book. But until you go on the road, uh, that's when you have the real experience of how it is for you to be able to drive. Just using the information in the book and taking a car to drive uh, is likely going to uh, be risky. You might uh, find that you have been involved in an accident. So what happens also uh, with the, 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 the issues in terms of education, that even though you learn uh, these things in, maybe somebody is teaching you in, in school about uh, personal finance management, but then the person who is teaching it, has he applied the principles themselves? What has have been the lessons? That's where the, 
the difference comes from. It's the same as entrepreneurship. Sometimes you have uh, universities that are teaching entrepreneurship as a subject, but the one who is teaching, he himself has never tried it. So you, everything works on paper, as you know. Uh, even when you want to come up with uh, projections of your organization, you want to come up with the, a, a business plan, they all look perfect on paper. But then if you go on the ground, you find that the ground is changing and what was working on the computer is no longer working. So there is also need for the practical side. The real lessons about uh, wealth creation come from people that have been on the ground, people that have lost their worth along the way, people that have been beaten and battered, uh, people that will show you how much they, they struggled, what it took for them to get to where they are, are the people that will teach you real lessons. Otherwise, in the books, uh, people will simply uh, tell you theory. Uh, but they, they, you, you actually, I mean, wealth creation sometimes is a journey where you, you create and you lose. And sometimes you lose everything and you have to start again. That's where the mindset uh, aspect comes into play because you need to have a resilient and strong mindset and a strong backbone to be able to continue the journey. All right. You are an entrepreneur. How do entrepreneurs really think about money, uh, about wealth creation itself? Is it really to get more money or is it a game that you just like, the game of winning and sometimes losing but always continuously playing? Let me understand that mindset. Yeah, I think being an, anti an entrepreneur gives you a different mindset when it comes to money. Uh, because when you are handling money as an individual, uh, the papers, they become very, very uh, personal. Uh, so you, you are very much attached to, to, the, to the money itself uh, for your good, for your, for your, to put a meal on your table, uh, to have fun. But then when you get into the entrepreneurship world, your mindset changes. Money just becomes a means, a means of providing a service. It just becomes a reward for you providing a service and a means of allowing you to acquire certain services. The interest is not so much uh, on the money, but the interest is more on providing the service and growing uh, the, the, the business that you're involved in, they, they, you are more interested in ensuring that um, you are able to meet your obligations, including uh, being able to pay your employees. And uh, interestingly, if you are, are just, uh, uh, if you're not a, an entrepreneur, oftentimes when there is money, uh, that needs to come to you, you'll be thinking of being the first one to get the money. But interestingly, when you become an entrepreneur, uh, when you don't have enough money in the organization, your first priority is to, to ensure that your employees are paid first. Actually, you are the one who would rather have more money. So it's a different thing. You, 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 because uh, when you, you sort of stop chasing money, uh, but then money just comes to you as a result of the service that you're giving. 
uh, but otherwise your, your, your goal is to provide something bigger than uh, money to yourself. But your goal is building an entity, building a service, building a team, providing, uh, making a difference in society, uh, changing other people's lives through your products and your services. That sort of becomes a goal other than uh, just money as an end in itself. That's the difference that I saw uh, between uh, the time I was an employee and the time I am an entrepreneur. All right. Um, talking of education, what does your company do to sort of bring this knowledge to the people so they can have it and then work on themselves to increase their worth? Let me understand that. Our company has done different things. Uh, the first one, the, the first point is the provision of uh, trainings that are geared at providing skills for employees to use in their organization. So these are soft skills which they need, <clears throat> like management uh, at supervisory skills skills such as Microsoft Excel, project management, uh, corporate governance, such kind of skills. But then besides that, we also have another line of trainings where we look at the individual, where we look at the employee, that the employee should have worth creation skills so that by the time they retire, they should have been able uh, to, they should be able to, man to retire properly because they were able to manage their finances well as they were working. Not only that, even before they retire, they should be comfortable because they should have learned the principles of how to save and invest their money so that it should help them to have uh, money more than they should have had if they didn't go through those uh, lessons. So we look at uh, debt management strategies, savings and investments. Um, we look at financial discipline and uh, the different tools of budgeting, retirement planning, wealth creation. We look at uh, estate planning as some of the areas that we touch, including strategic thinking. Now those are the trainings that we do under the personal finance management. What do you think now the, the Malawian government decided to get involved in wealth creation? And what did they expect to achieve in the in the process? Yeah, Malawi has always had um, ambitions to change uh, its status, and that has been demonstrated by our government's uh, initiative to come up with different programs. But uh, what was uh, going on was not really an idea of wealth creation but the the message and the language that came from government was more or less acceptance uh, that malawi is a poor country and uh, our efforts should simply be uh, to reduce the level of poverty so we had uh, programs that were really uh, targeting at poverty reduction so it was like yes you're going we are going to be poor but let's just reduce it um we also had um a, a, a vision uh, that was the, the vision of the nation uh, called Vision 2020, where Malawi was supposed to be a wealthy country as well with improved infrastructure, 
uh, education, uh, the health facilities. And it was really a very, very good and ambitious uh, vision. But then uh, 20 years later, uh, when we looked at the document, that was our dream. There was absolutely nothing that was done. Not even a single thing uh, was implemented. So when Malawi, uh, when, when the government was looking at uh, now, what do we do next? And as we're coming with uh, the next challenge, which is Malawi 2063, now they now looked at uh, moving away from this mindset of poverty to start building a mindset of wealth creation. That's why the Malawi 2063 is about mindset change and wealth creation. So like what we are doing is a private sector initiative of equipping people with the skills of mindset change and wealth creation, where we are bringing together different individuals that have got something to share about their journey of wealth creation. In the majority of people that are coming are people that have got something tangible to show what they have done, and they have done it right here uh, in Malawi. They've done it in very, very difficult circumstances, but they've still been able to come up with something, including the challenges that we've had uh, of the challenging economic uh, environment. But in the very same circumstances where the majority were complaining and just wondering why things are like that, there are people that accepted that uh, complaining will not take them anywhere, but they have to make lemonade out of the lemon that they have, and they moved, and they were able to build uh, what they have today. Thank you for that. Thank you. That's really interesting and something that needs to be encouraged. It should be happening all across Africa, that we should be working for our people, reducing the poverty and creating wealth. There is a lot of, there is a lot in the continent. We just need to make the people, uh, uh, give them the possibility to be able to create wealth and live better life. Come on, we deserve to live better in Africa. We certainly deserve to live better. And um, by living better, we can also make Africa better. Uh, there is no way you can help a, a child who is suffering uh, when you don't have money uh, to help. You cannot build a hospital as a donation when you don't have the money. So we need people that have got wealth to be able to uh, contribute all these donations that you hear uh, from uh, Bill Gates, Melinda Gates, they are doing it because they have the money. So we need to have the money for us to be able to have choices, be able to change things that we don't like, because if you don't have um, the wealth, you won't have any choices. You just have to go by what's given to you. Yeah, that's true. If I ask you the last question, your final thought, uh, I want to know what, what are the young people thinking towards this, um, let, let's call it towards this new uh, approach to, to life, which is wealth creation. Let there be, let, people should have money, should have resources to be able to do their things. What do you see, particularly young Malawian, thinking towards this? I mean, are they embracing it? Are they taking, taking up the, the, the challenge, the initiative to be able to uh, do something new this time? Well, 
I have recently uh, been to Zambia uh, where I was uh, speaking, I think on two occasions uh, at a stadium. Uh, they were, the first time I went there, there were about 10,000 people. And the second time, uh, there were 14,000 people. And uh, what I noted was that the youth uh, that were at Hero Stadium, they were eager and very, very serious to learn on what they can do. And I've been amazed that many times I've received uh, communication from the people that attended the conference to express their gratitude for the tips that I shared uh, to show me what their business has uh, changed, how it has changed because of uh, what they implemented from the conference, and sometimes to just ask for advice uh, that they should, what should they do as they are going into a certain business. But what I've seen uh, now when it comes to Malawi, I have seen that uh, most of our youth are still on the the, the Parkinson's law side, where their minds are still on spending. A, a lot of youth that I've seen would like to have money and spend it all. They don't have the mindset of uh, investments and wealth creation as yet. There are very few that I've seen that they have that kind of mindset. When I compared with um, my experience in Zambia compared to the conferences that we do here in Malawi. For example, in Zambia, it's like this one, there will be a lot of uh, youth that will actually pay for themselves uh, to go to those conferences, which means that they value the knowledge and they really put to use uh, the, the knowledge. Uh, sometimes, like um, when I was making the presentations, I would just speak of different things, but I get amazed to hear that, okay, I, I used this strategy that you talked about, and this is what has happened to my business. But I have seen less of that, uh, of those kind of um, uh, responses from the youth here uh, where I am in. So what, what would be your final thought to, um, to conclude the, the conversation? We really have learned a lot from what you have shared with us today. They are really highly valuable. Please uh, conclude it with the message of yours uh, in line with what we have discussed. Well, what I would say is that uh, it's very, very important that we should be thinking about uh, uh, skills and strategies on how we can change our status quo. We have been brought up to believe that it's okay to suffer, but uh, that's a wrong philosophy. Their life is good out there. There are people that have got choices. There are people that are having more than they need. There are people that are having, their challenge is, uh, what do I do with the money that I have? Where do I invest it? While uh, we've been brought up to always struggle uh, in on areas of where do I get money in order to survive and meet my needs? I would like to just say that uh, it is possible, the moment you, uh, you, you reprogram your mind, to acquire the mindset uh, of wealth creation, it is possible to, to create wealth because you begin to see opportunities that you, they were there in the first place, but somehow you didn't see them. Sometimes we, we, we being in, in, a, 
in this part of Africa, sometimes people have got uh, challenges uh, or maybe they have negative negative thoughts about wealth creation. Uh, they think it's satanic uh, to to be wealthy. Uh, so it's 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 so confusing uh, because everybody is looking for money, but then now when someone has got more of it, uh, people think he's satanic. So I think those are the things that um, I think it's important that we should start addressing and uh, just making people realize that it is actually uh, okay to be wealthy. And in fact, it is good because it is those people that have got wealth that are able to help and make a difference in society through creation of jobs, payment of taxes, and providing services. And in fact, even from uh, those that are believers, from the Bible point of view, uh, there is also an encouragement of multiplication of your talent. You need to grow, you need to, to multiply, and uh, wealth creation is, is, not, is not evil. It is the right thing to do. So we need to have that mindset because uh, we fail to create wealth for our country because we have a wrong mindset where we think if someone has got money, then that person is taking a wrong, a wrong path. But we need to understand that we need money for us to buy drugs in the hospital, to have good roads, and the, that money will come through principles of wealth creation. There's a lot of money in the world. It's just sitting at uh, a different place. So we need to have learned the skills of how to reach out and tap part of that money and bring it to where we are. That's fantastic. I, I love that. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you subscribe so you never miss any of our future episodes. Rate and review Obehead podcast and share with your friends who might need it. I remain Obehead a Thank you so much for listening and talk to you in the next episode.